Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in. I'm a French vanilla queen from the south side of the shy. Yeah, them guns got red beans, but that fool's be fire. And we lacing up our Jordans, praying we can fly when we crossing over bullets, trying to stay alive. There's no books to this life, but the stories are great. Grab a lesson, get a laugh, learn from all my mistakes. I'll never fold ten toes, they discontinue my mate. No time for these clowns, I got money to make. Could have been with anyone, but you're here with me. Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Monet McMoney Show, everyone, and thank you for tuning in for part two of Crazy Girlfriend. So yes, I was the crazy girlfriend at one point in my life. Picture it, Atlanta, 2003. Now I'm in a relationship with this fool, and I'm trying to make it work and believe in him. You have to give the man time to shed his wholeness, you know, to get rid of the chicks because he know that you the one. I mean, that's how I used to think back in the day. And I've gave him a significant amount of time, and it's time for him to act right. We eat dinner, we have a good time, and then his phone rings. He tells me he has to make a late night run so he can get some money. But after he gets the money, that he was coming back to the crib to spend the night. Like, it's only going to take a few hours. So he trying to leave to meet the homeboy, but he can't find his Cadillac keys. We looking for the keys, we can't find them, so now he gotta call his homeboy to come pick him up. So he tell me to go ahead and keep an eye out for his keys, he gonna make the run, he'll see me later. So my dumb ass waiting up for him, and hours and hours pass, and it's the mid-morning. So I'm calling him, and his phone is going straight to voicemail, and I'm calling back to back, so I am irate. So I'm in the crib, and I'm looking for his keys, and I found the Cadillac keys. And my plan went into motion. I called my homegirl. You know the one you can call anytime? I say, homegirl, he acting up again. This is going to be my final act. Curtain closing after this. She said, all right, what you need me to do? I said, I need you to meet me at the crib in about 45 minutes. And I need you to follow me to his crib. She said, all right, bet. No more questions asked. I get to work. I go on my photo album. I find a... A big picture of me that I took at the mall with my hand under my chin and I cut it out and I pasted it on a white piece of paper and then I wrote on the white piece of paper I missed you and then I kissed the white piece of paper with some red lipstick I acquired everything in the apartment that belonged to him toothbrush drawers condoms socks boxer shorts and then I gathered the Valentine's Day present that he had bought me, which was some lingerie. I went out to his car and I taped the piece of paper on the inside of his Cadillac window on the driver's side. I laid out all of his belongings on the back seat of the Cadillac car, nicely and neatly folded, because I'm a good woman and I wanted to demonstrate that in this demonstration. I took the camel saw from the lingerie and I put it over his headrest and I took the panties and I put it over his steering wheel. Yes, I did. And my homegirl met me when I was done decorating the car. So I filled her in on what was going on. Of course, she thought it was hilarious. She was down like 10 toes, right? So she follows me over to his apartment. I parked the car. 
boom. In a nice little way, right in front of his apartment complex. Everybody that knew him knew it was his car and would look in it and see me. The kiss on the paper with the picture with my hand under my chin. They had no who did this shit, right? I want all his neighbors to see. I locked the car with his key remote and pocketed the key and took it with me. So now he can't even get in his car. He can't move it. He can't do nothing. But I bet you he'll call me when he pull up and see his car nicely decorated. And I know with time he came in the house. So I go back to the crib and my phone rings at about 6 a.m. That mean he pull up at 6 a.m. I see it's him. I see his phone number on the call ID. But, you know, I respectfully not answers. Of course I'm not finna answer the phone. For what? I know you want your keys. You ain't getting them. So now I'm taunting him for weeks with his keys. He can't get into his car. It's on display. Everybody's laughing at him. Oh, man, everybody was pissed. I was getting calls from the cousin talking about some, you need to bring him his car keys, what's going to be on, this, that, and the other. And he, he takes me to work and blah, blah, blah. And I'm basically telling her, like, sweetheart, it don't really concern me with you and him have arranged as far as for you getting back and forth to work. This has to do with me and his relationship and how he's very disrespectful when it comes to being in one. So this is between us. Once we settle what we settle, then y'all can figure out what y'all going to do. But please stay out of my business. I was taking trips out of town, you know, leaving him in Atlanta with no car. And I was in Chicago kicking it with his keys. But then enough was enough. So I called him. He was so excited. And I told him I'll meet him at the Burger King. As I'm getting ready to go meet him at the Burger King, here come his cousin walking towards my apartment complex building. I was appalled and shocked. Like, is this chick serious? Now, I was fresh out of Chicago, but I was trying to make a change with my life, and that's the only reason that I didn't just haul off and still on her. But I basically told her, I'm going to handle my business with your cousin right now. Don't you ever come to my crib again. And if you have a problem and you want to handle it, we could do it right now. But I advise you to go back to your car and I'm going to go handle this with your cuz. And you know what? She respectfully turned away. Loud talking, of course, whatever she was talking back to her car. Got in her car and left. I went to go meet her cousin at the Burger King. I pull up and I got his keys. And as I'm about to give him his keys, I ask him, why couldn't you act right? This man just starts spilling his guts. Oh, man, you know, I felt like you wasn't satisfied with my sex. You just too good for me and that you deserve better. But I knew I could have been a better man. I just wasn't. What? What type of tomfoolery is this that he's spitting? Now, I grew up with the player of all players, my father. And I've seen him in action. So anything that dudes used to do never affected me emotionally because dudes are great actors so once he said that foolishness that came out of his mouth i looked at him and tilted my head like are you serious right now and he started crying y'all crying oh monet i could have did better but i did i had the choice and i made the wrong one just give me another chance. I said, um, sir, here's your keys. We had a great time and enjoy your life. And I got in my car and I turned my lights on him from the car and flashed him directly in his face and saw his tears 
glisten as I backed up out of his life and went back to the crib. It was so empowering. It made me feel so good. I've never been the type of girl to crack your windshield, flatten your tires, or key your door, your paint, or nothing like that. I'd rather mess with you mentally and have you paranoid in fear, thinking that I'm going to do something to you. When in all actuality, I have no intention on doing nothing to you. Who do you know in the world would take the time to cut out their picture and paste it on a white piece of paper and write in their own handwriting, I missed you, and kiss it with some red lipstick and tape it on your window in your apartment complex with all your drawers and everything on your back seat i got panties all on the front on the steering wheel and camisoles and condoms all tell your business just all out in the street what female is that creative and does that and have you thinking in your head that she finna boil your rabbit in your kitchen me it's me and i do it on purpose because i got five brothers and i got a father and i got a whole lot of cousins and they all players and i have seen the best game of the best games the best game and i refuse to be one of those females made a fool out of i'm gonna have you looking stupid before you have me looking stupid and that was just my mentality back in the day i've had counseling since it wasn't a good way to go through life and that is another reason why i'm retired from the game where everybody Thanks for tuning in and please remember Just to let it go Let folks go Ain't nobody said it was going to be easy But it'll get easy when you learn how to love yourself When you get to a point in your life Where you look at people and you go Okay wait a minute You are me You will make a decision If you tell somebody that what you're doing is hurting me And I need you to stop it And they keep doing it They don't care Move on Let them go No matter how much it hurts Let them go Follow me on all social media platforms at Monet McMoney. Any relatable stories or questions for me, you can send those to monetmcmoney at gmail.com. Until we meet again, peace, love, and faith. But the biggest out of all the three is love. I'll holler at y'all later.